previously on Getting Dicey. What if I, very stealthily, opened up that door there, just a crack, and then one of you could put a digit through, fire out your spell. And you push that door open just a, a smidge, and Casimir creeps forward, and a blast of cold air just bursts out from his hand. And that's them, they're gone. They're, they're gone. Casimir! That was, that was his You've been keeping that one quiet. I just remember who opened the door so stealthily. <laughs> let's, not, let's not forget that. What you do see, though, a staff made out of ice. Just going to reach down and try and pry his little fingers away from it. You're getting visions now. This older wizard is just hungry for power, for growth as a wizard. That craving for power just surges from the staff and directly into your very fiber. Your new character flaw is that you crave power and will do anything to obtain more of it. That's quite a flaw. (laughs) Looks like I'll be holding on to this. You open the door and the light from the skull on your hat lights up the room beyond that door. Three amber blocks are sitting in Mm. this room. Nothing good? Kiss me. Nothing that I'm looking to have. You make your way back up the stairs. What you're about to see is the home of the devil himself. Throw open the door with gusto. Dominating this room in front of you is a 12 foot tall model of what looks exactly like of the dark castle with high walls and tall spires. Have you seen that um, gif of Hillary Clinton as the balloons come down? That's what Americans doing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the only way that this thing could have been created was through magic or some sort of magical mm. substance. <laughs> oh, it's glowing, <clears throat> everybody. The thing wasn't glowing a moment ago, but it is turning up its magic now. It's either ma- made with magical powers or it's currently magical. I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe it's enchanted, Brian. Yeah. Um, I guess that's what you're saying, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But you, once again, have been much more succinct in your wording, and I appreciate it. Brevi- I appreciate the brevity. It's magic. Yeah, the, I think <laughs> the, you, you, while inspecting it, you realize it is all made of one solid piece of stone, and so the only way that this could have been forged was through the, the through the means of magic, and it's possible that there's just some remnants of that magic left over um, on, on this castle. Mm, okay. Um, Morley, just as a quick reminder as well, you found that tome last week uh, at the exactly where you expected it, the base of that thing. Uh, and just as a quick reminder, that uh, every page on it seemed to be some sort of exercise in, in strengthening your, um, uh, what was it, your wisdom, I think it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, put it in my knapsack, which I've never mentioned before, but <laughs> trust me, I've got one. <laughs> right. And I can see your knapsack glowing, I suppose. Um, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> so what's happening in is, is the, Oh, the book was glowing as well, wasn't it? Yeah. That's what I mean. Mm. Yeah. Wow, if it's magic. I can, I can detect magic up to 30 feet for about 10 minutes or something. <clears throat> so this is a, an exact replica of Ravenloft. What do you think we can... What kind of information can we glean from this, anybody? And why is it here? Why has this been made? Mm, it's been conjured Strads, up. Strad's Strad's linked to this place, right? Yeah, Maybe this, they have a. a very good as power, is that right? Sorry, I'm talking over you. Sorry, I'm. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> there seems to be a lag in this room. Um, yeah, so there's the Dark Ones gave him the power, and what did they make? They didn't make Ravenloft, though, did they? He inherited it from his father and mother. So they must... I was, I was thinking this isn't a plan for Ravenloft and then they made the real castle so, so the other his, way around. His parents didn't even live in this uh, realm, remember? So um, oh. he, he, this castle, I don't know if you've been uh, explained exactly how he obtained this castle, but it was um, it was not through his parents. He, he came to this land um, and has, has now got the castle. My mistake. I exactly. thought he was here and he turned yeah. it to shit and got sealed inside a bubble. But he actually got what? transported here? He, he came here. He came here to show his parents kind of like that he can make something of his life before oh. he was any kind of... Uh, Sounds like you, Baron. Yeah. Yeah. And then, got you know, something in common. And I believe you've been sort of told that, uh, you know, Ravenloft, uh, the name was named after his mother. Uh, Barovia yeah. named after his father. Uh, and he, you know, tried. He wanted to bring his parents in um, to show them what he could do, but it was uh, a lot of other things went down before they had a chance. So he named it after his parents, correct? But because normally the way that works is, it's got a family name and then you inherit it. But he took it over and named it after mm-hmm. his loving mother and father. Okay, well, presumably after himself as well. What? <laughs> Well, his, uh, his name is you, you, Strad von Zedovich. I don't know if he named anything after himself. But does he? <laughs> you get that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he, he, he named this campaign after himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> 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 he, named, <laughs> he named his curse after himself. Yeah, mm. yeah. Brilliant. It's like a disease, isn't it? Like if you're the first one with the disease, is named. Oh, like Lou you. Gehrig's disease. Yes. Mm. Strad's curse. Well, what do you think we can learn from this large-scale model? I don't know. Can we can we figure out where he sleeps at night? I, I yes. should think we should inspect it thoroughly and see if there are any hidden secrets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my God! I wonder. I wonder if our magic secret wand could detect <gasps> secret entrances and exits in Ravenloft Ooh. via this model we're in front of right now. That's interesting. That's very interesting because they would all be within range mm. of the 20 feet. And it can find traps as well. Yes. Oh, his, his, his gaff's got to be loaded with traps. It's got to be uh, almost nothing but traps. I would think. There's one big trap. Should I try it? Yeah, I think so. My vote's yes. Yes. Why not? I think it's recharged because of their sleep. Yeah, what was the rules on the recharge? I believe they recharge after <laughs> <laughs> sleep. It <laughs> might be only half each. Uh, one of secrets uh, regains 1d3 expended charges daily at dawn. So give us a d3, and that's... Um, how many times have you used it so far? Twice. Okay, Twice. so it's got Twice one left at the moment. Give us a D3. Did I roll in? How do I? Oh, yes. <laughs> yep. Oh, a three. Oh, look at that. All right, so it's got, it's got all full. It's, a full, it's full with uh, magical power. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, right. I'll yeah. wave it over the castle. Let's see what this castle does. Uh, Can you discern glowing of the traps and secret doors from the glowing of the magical, you know, so, I mean, effectively, yeah. all it does is it pulses and points to the nearest 
trap or secret, basically. That's all it does. Um, oh, just oh. only one. Just to the nearest, the nearest trap. So the probably oh. the majority of what you're going to get here is a um, a pulsing of that wand, um, and it just uh, slowly tracks itself down to uh, what looks like the ground floor of of the castle. Ooh. Oh, ground floor looks a bit dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> Let's not go to the ground floor. Wow. I wonder if it's got it's, anything underneath. Is this model like on a raised plinth? Uh, it is. It is. And does it Can we just see simply? Under the uh, it is a solid stone plinth. Uh, and now that you look, oh. now that you're looking, uh, it may even be the same stone that um, this castle has been carved from. So it's all one piece. Mm, the artisanship is incredible. Oh, what's that one doing, though? Is it pointing to anywhere more specific than simply the whole ground floor? That seems inconvenient. Yeah, it's 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 hard. You think about each each floor of this castle that's in front of you is about a thirtieth the size of of what it would normally be. So. Um, what would normally be maybe a 30-foot high room is just a single-foot high uh, story. And it's pointing just towards that um, that middle ground, um, possibly even be- beneath it now that you're concentrating. Maybe there's something beneath, but you can't see inside to really take in a lot of what's going on. Mm. That wasn't as useful as they thought it would be. Mm. It was worth a shot. Can I um, just get get out my notebook and get write down any sort of useful uh, entrances and exits and yeah. layouts that for when we do visit the actual place? Yeah, ab- might absolutely. Have some hints. Um, so, w- from looking at it, the, the one time that you really saw this from any specific angle was when you were in the village of Barovia, looking up at it uh, above the the church. Of Barovia, um, and so you position yourself on the on the northern side of that table to sort of try and get that similar angle. Um, so we'll just sort of place you onto that northern side, looking down towards the castle. Um, on your left is is like what would be the western side of the castle, and on your right would be on what is the eastern side of the castle. Um, and you can see uh, quite clearly that there is a, a little courtyard. Uh, on your left, leading up through to the entrance of this castle, um, with a very clear, uh, large wooden door at the base of the main part of this, the tower. Okay, there's a front door. <laughs> there is. There is. Knuckled a... it, guys. <laughs> now that's intel that you can take to the bank. Um, can. Can so how like how big is a door in relation to say my hand? Uh, your average door being about uh, from what you're looking at maybe fifteen foot uh, tall. You're looking at about a thirtieth of a, that size. <laughs> uh, so like what's that? It's a few inches tall. It's probably like five Ooh. to six inches tall. Can I like open it with my fingers? Six Can I open any of the doors? No, no, because they're, they're stone. It's car. They're carved. Oh, so they're not articulated. No, no, no. It's not that uh, good. Uh, <laughs> they don't have I the stone hinges. I was impressed with the workmanship until. Hmm. 
Static. There must be secrets in here. There must be secrets in here. Why is this here? Who would have made it? And what secrets does it hold? I must yes. know. I must know. Uh, there's a there's a little domed um, area uh, near the near the sort of middle here, which looks to be. Um, uh, I'm trying to. Uh, the maps I've got are pretty full on. Um, yeah, just send them over. Good. <laughs> I will not. I will not send maps over. If you had a wa- look, if you had a way of venturing inside of this thing and spending a bit of time inside this castle, I would absolutely send that person and that person alone the maps to look over. American. They would. They wouldn't get to keep the maps. I would be treating it for as as no no <laughs> screenshots. I, it would be something that they would get to look over. Um, and and analyze for a wee while, because both you and Bill, Bill, you can do polymorph as well, can't you? I can. Can anyone um, anyone good at making maps? Cartographist? Uh, well, well. Mainly the ocean and coastlines and stuff like that. Not really in in so architectural draftsmanship style. I have a pen. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's a good start, Brian. Well, you're halfway exactly. there to being a cartographer. <laughs> do we have paper? I if do. If we have paper, we're golden. I do. <gasps> Brian, you're That's a my, genius. My starting, my starting stuff is an ink pen, ink, and uh, parchment. Mm. I could turn into a small and tiny mouse and venture inside. That would... Although I, mm. I would have to communicate via Bill's message. Mm-hmm. Be a bit bit like uh, Chinese whispers by the time the map comes out, but it might help. Okay. I can use my little scrabbly little hands to... Oh, there's no doors to open. Never mind. There are, there are windows. You don't even there. articulate. <laughs> it's carved out of solid stone. What do you want? <laughs> I oh, I'm more sorry. Magic. A magical castle carved out of a single yes. piece of stone. Intricately yeah. detailed. Couldn't could. even make hinges. <laughs> Uh, Molly? Can I give a rap, just like a rap with my knuckles on the side of the... Thinking about the rapping. Can I just do a quick <laughs> rap? Phil's job. Um, <laughs> can I knock on the stone to see if I think it's hollow or soft? Yeah, yeah, you can do that. You you knock on a few different parts of it, and different parts do return a, a slightly different sound. The further down you go, the more dense it feels, but it's still solid. It is still solid, but it, it, you can only assume that there's been some sort of carving... In, t- in there, in the inside of that plinth as well. Yeah, guys, that if it sounds a little bit different up here. It must have like must have like the basement level and everything as well carved into this. Hmm. Can you believe it? I wonder if we could find the donjon, son. I was just going to say, just as Madam Ava foretold, he lurks in a hall of bones in the dark pits of his castle. It was foretold by Madam Ava. Who who lives there? The enemy. Strad. Strad. So it's implied that Strad lives in the basement, in the dungeon. Well, it. Uh, this the uh, guidance of of the spirits and and the knowing does not specify at all times. It just says the enemy. We have many enemies, I'm sure. Yeah. What if it could be that Alvin fellow? Oh yeah. Yes, servant of Strad himself. Surely not. Surely our enemy is, is Strad, and he's lurking around in this ossuary. Well, 
Ossuary. Oh, that's a ten dollar <laughs> word, Molly. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, American. I, I thought you might be impressed with that one. I learned that in the, in the port city somewhere. Amazing. No Give the man an inspiration. <laughs> I could have been wrong. I don't know. Not Could you use that in a sentence? <laughs> Again, yes. Again, yeah, second sentence. Uh, Strad lurks in his ossuary. <laughs> Bill's just like starts writing it down like Strad lurks <laughs> in his ossuary. Or room which the bones of dead people are placed is how I describe it. <laughs> and how Wikipedia will one day. <laughs> and also Webster's. <laughs> See if you can work that into your next rap, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, so what rhymes with what rhymes with ossuary? That's your job, January. Bill, not mine. <laughs> oh, oh, January is a good one. Right, should I turn into a rat or not? Uh, yeah, well, go smaller. Yeah, wouldn't a spider be more on theme? Mm, I do like them. Yes, and you could walk on walls. Ooh, <laughs> all right. Well. I shall. I wrap myself in the wind and shrink down to a tiny little spider as I crawl up the side. Okay, great. Well, what I might do for you, Mirakin, um, this could be a bit of fun, actually. Let me just grab your token. Um, hopefully, this will just be darkness for everybody else. That's what I'm hoping for here. Um, just making sure I've got the right map that we need to bring up. Uh, sorry. Imagine if I just die in here and this is the end of my character. What a way to go. All right. Hopefully this is dark to everybody else. If it's not, that might not be too bad. But American, if you hopefully you've found yourself um, at a an area of uh, this model. Um, just beware of the ground floor, American. I'm just trying to figure I out. I wait for my Peter Pelps. <laughs> um, you, you've appeared at uh, the, the western side of this um, enormous castle now standing in front of you um, actually maybe that's not the best one Let's, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make sure that there's no see, too many secrets given away here no, no we want secrets um, given away. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention I find all the secrets immediately mm -hmm. oh right okay <laughs> thank you Ah, oh, shoot. Actually, I should no, look up that's... the spider's stat sheet. I have blind vision, I think. That oh. helps. Yeah, then... American, if you could make your way into the basement, I think all the very tippy top. Okay, you know which... what? I thought that, I thought this might have been a good way to, to get this done, but honestly, I think that might just be more hassle than it's worth. So I'll put you back um, uh, in the uh, Amber Temple, and I will just use Theatre of the Mind. You find yourself in front of that um, stone door, um, that you were looking into earlier, that you were trying to find an opening. Um, and while there's no opening on it, there is some windows, there are some windows uh, around to the sides and another story up. Um, so your only entrance here will not be into the into what you assume is the main, main floor, but uh, the floor above it. Um, right. I nimbly scale the wall and scuttle in through the lowermost window. Okay. Are there any webs in here? Um, it's uh, strangely there, there's there doesn't look like anything has lived in here. There's no other sort of uh, insects or anything. At the, from what you can see, it's very dusty in here. Um, uh, but you find yourself uh, 
on uh, in, a, in a room. You find yourself in a an open room, and um, on your left is a spiral staircase heading up. On your right looks to be a uh, a seat of some sort, a throne maybe, elevated off the ground, looking out uh, to out some windows off on the the right hand side. Um, and there is a, a couple of wooden doors now, not um, that are well, they look wooden. They're they're made out of stone, obviously, but they're designed to look wooden, and they're all partially open. All you can see into a corridor. Um, what what we can do if we want to speed this along, because you, don't, you honestly you don't know what really you're looking for, right? You're just trying to get it in as much information as possible. Are you trying to figure out the layout of this? What are you trying to find? Um, so I want to be communicating with Bill via message. Okay. So that I'm communicating with the party and telling them what I see the whole time that I'm in there. Mm. And I want to be uh, uh, communicating with the party and letting them ask questions as well. And um, I'm going to want to make my way down towards uh, the basement where we think there might be a secret donjon. Okay, cool. Uh, well, I, I do want to do like a thorough pass of everywhere I can get to before I leave, I think. Right, guys? Yeah, just uh, understanding some kind of basic scale, you know, of the layout. So when and we do go there, know something about it. Mm. Yeah, and get get whoever's listening to try and draw a map with any notable points on it or jot down notes. Okay. Um, we want to be thorough. If we're going to investigate a haunted uh, big picture. Yeah, yeah. It's um, obviously this, uh, it's just, there's a lot of information that I can uh, give, basically. <laughs> um, I'm just bringing up. Don't hold back. <laughs> um, the other thing uh, on the opposite <laughs> wall, opposing wall to this, um, opposing wall to that throne that you've seen there, there are stairs both up and down as well and you can uh knowing from the window that you've gone into you can only assume that the stairs down will lead you to the main that main open area the main foyer uh so, down first okay um cool just waiting for this to load up uh yeah you head down these stairs um and they they take you further and further onto a little landing and then further down um, as the stairs widen to the, become this grand staircase. Uh, and you come down to this room, uh, this octagonal room. And this octagonal room has uh, big giant doors on either side of you and an open archway in front of you. And the doors, uh, the double doors are all slightly ajar. They were designed that way so things could move through in this little miniature for some reason. And you can see out um, one direction uh, and you can see that they lead to the to the courtyard outside. Um, and further in front of you, past that archway, is another set of double doors on, on your right. Um, so you're kind of in an intersection. Off to your right would lead you to what looks to be a foyer and outside into the courtyard. And a left is a, um, a doorway, a big double doorway, a long stretch of stone hallway, another and with, a, with another set of doors at the end. Um, and you can see at the far end, maybe what seems to be at your scale, it feels like it could be maybe 100, 200 feet from you using your sort of scale, um, uh, an altar. Um, and to the and straight ahead of you, like I mentioned, was a, another set of double doors. 
kind of alter it? Um, you head towards it. You, you take a left at that octagonal room and, and walk through this, uh, what seems to feel like an 80-foot hallway, and these small stone um, suits of armour are sort of adorning the sides of this corridor as you scuttle past. Uh, and you, you make your way to the end of that corridor through that double door and into what looks to be some kind of um, shrine room. And all of these pews are lined up. Um, maybe this was a, a church or something at some time. But there's rows of pews and uh, etched into the stone is, to, is like a, a carpet leading from the doorway you've come through up towards this altar and uh, podium, elevated two steps above the rest of the room. And uh, who? what does this altar look like? Um, Is there some kind of deity carved or...? At this scale, there's, there's not enough. It's, it's more like just a, a, a long plinth, like something that may be about the size for someone to lay down, be laid down on. Oh. So it's kind of some long kind of sacrifice. and... Yeah, it's, it's maybe like 15 foot long, 5 foot uh, deep. Bill, Bill, can you get a message to American? Of course. What, what did you want to say? Uh, weren't we theorizing that there was a very important skull of Argonvost kept at Strad's castle? Mm. Maybe she should keep yes. an eye out for that. American, uh, keep an eye out for the skull of Argonvost. You're a genius. Also, wasn't the dungeon meant to be a home for bones? What would Morley call it? Some kind of bonalium or something? Ossifid- yeah, bonalium. Oh. I think he would call it the bonalium. Bonalium. I think that's what he called it. I I need to find a way down there. What if the skull of Argonvost is down there as well? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. You can you you scuttle around this room looking as there are a few other exits out of this room. Um, I'm just trying to see if that one leads down or up. Um, one of them, one of those entrance ways leads you to a enormous, just this enormous spiral staircase leading both up and down. Um, and looking and remembering from, um, your time, uh, in elven form outside it, you do remember there were spires. Um, but the fact that these lead further down seems a, a little confusing, I guess. Um, I'm just going to take a quick look at this other set of stairs um, and whether that's going down or up. Um, oh, these ones are uh, the other set of stairs is, is uh, rising higher into the into the castle. I should go down, right? I scuttle down the stairs as a tiny spider. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right. Let's take a look at that map. Um, the, this stairway, uh, just a second, where are we? Um, this stairwell just goes down and down and down for a good, um, what feels like minutes as you're just scuttling further and further down. Um, and you, I'm just trying to see which exit that one is. Sorry, there's so much information here. I'm imagining the Super Mario 64 castle. <laughs> <laughs> that castle, that, oh, that stairway that she's going. All right. Yeah. I could have did the backwards jump trick to like glitch it out or something. <laughs> yes, do that. <laughs> Get skipped straight to the final boss. Yeah. 
a two and a half year speed run is almost complete. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's 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 quite bizarre how deep this me- uh, this this stairwell uh, keeps just going further and further down, um, and eventually you come out of this stairwell. Uh, into darkness, and if it wasn't for the fact that uh, you have still have uh, dark vision as a spider, um, you'd probably better point where you'd want to turn back. But what you find in front of you now is just this sprawling labyrinth um, in in front of you. You scuttle out from um, the stairwell, and uh, while there is um, almost a corridor between you and and the furthest wall that you can see. Um, There look to be these little uh, square rooms that are um, separated by corridors all around you. And all of these little square rooms have these stone doors, which are just uh, shut. And obviously because it's just a carving, there doesn't seem to be any way to open those doors. Um, But there's... There's maybe 20, 30. There's just everywhere you're looking now, you've scuttled out into that hallway. You're looking around and everywhere around you are just these square um, pillars with doors on them leading up to the into the ceiling. And at the far side, um, right in front of you, when you look straight ahead of you, uh, it sort of opens up. Um, there's almost... Uh, what have we got here? What are we going to describe this as? Um, maybe, what is this room? It looks like, it looks like it leads further away to these stairs that just go down to different landings. Are you interested in going over to take a look? Yeah. You scuttle through this room and you realize that maybe these, these, since you are well beneath the, the main floor of Ravenloft at this point, there's a very specific dungeon feel to this and maybe these square rooms are crypts. And as you scuttle across the room, you come across this these maybe half dozen steps down to a little landing. And on that landing, you see um, these, these statues, which even for your height, they're maybe 30 foot high in your scale. Um, these, these warriors holding spears. Uh, and the stairs continue down into a, a little closed off room. Um, and... Uh, it's, it's really strange. There's these two small plinths that look like, for all intents and purposes, like there should be something laying on them. Maybe maybe there is in the actual castle itself, but for this uh, miniature, it looks like it was made as a, as a lying place, a resting place for the dead. Oh. And you kind of think, well, now that you're thinking about it, like, when was this castle built like this miniature and if it's as long ago as the rest of this amber temple was this built before strad took over the castle and how accurate is this going to be for now versus just its actual layout not what's inside it and this this door further down that i see is it also closed um, the only doors that you're seeing in this area are part of, um, these, these square rooms, these like 10 by 10 square rooms with these doors closed. We can say you scuttle around through these a little bit more into the, um, southern end of this room, 
there is another set of stairs that lead down into this big, uh, wide opening, uh, this open room, sorry, with these three alcoves. Um, but stopping you from going down these stairs are these intricately carved little beams, like a little portcullis closing off that area from from the rest. Oh my, wow. We've certainly found some kind of osser situation, awesome, awesome, <laughs> awesome situation, is what I say. Um, you scuttle around a little bit more and it's it's really, you're starting to get disoriented just with the number of these uh, square rooms everywhere. But you find what seems to be a mirror image on the northern side of this room as well. Stairs leading down yet again to this wide open room with three alcoves. Um, and the difference here is that there is just like the previous, oh, so the first room that you went into down here, there's a plinth that looks like a resting place for something or someone. And other vibes, bad. There's, there's no, it's no different here than it is anywhere else in the Amber Temple. The vibes are bad, They're but not v- yeah. more bad than usual. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to communicate uh, via Bill. I can't get into any of what look to be crypts down here, and I'm freaking out. It's massive down here. Who knows what could be stored in the real Ravenloft? But it's spooky. Um, you, you come away from that port that second portcullis on the northern side and track your way around the wall and there's a, a door uh, a jar this is the first door you've come across that is a jar and you you, <gasps> you scuttle through it and it's a corridor leading off to uh, the east so it's a, it's like a decently long corridor again it must be must be like 200 foot long if you are taking everything into consideration um, and uh, I'm just having a quick... You can see, and now that you're, you you scuttle through it, and there's what looks to be like a little pressure pad halfway down this corridor. Um, and then the corridor just continues it. past it. Yeah, it's, it's, quite, like, it's quite obvious. It hasn't, it hasn't been sort of hidden or tucked away, um, and you don't know if it's... Uh, um, you maybe put a little bit of your foot on it just to test. It doesn't seem to be moving it. It is, there's no mechanisms, you know, within this castle. It's all st- etched out of stone, but it does look like some kind of pressure plate that might do something in a, in a, the actual castle. Say, so write that down, Bill. There's a pressure plate in the hallway. I'm starting to freak out down here. It's massive. Um, any, uh, any sign of the, the skull? I don't think it will be replicated, even if it is down there. I'm seeing a lot of things, but no objects. It's just its just a map, after all. I'm beginning to doubt whether anything... Anything that is an object, I don't think we'll see it. Mm. I think we will see its resting place <coughs> no more. But it sounds like you found a donjon. I found, oh, such a donjon. Mm. And crypts. You, you continue your way through this hallway... Uh, take a left and head um, down these steps to another open door. And this leads you into this room where there is a just uh, an enormous uh, stone brazier. There's obviously no flame coming out of it, but it's right in the center of this room, just this enormous stone brazier. And um, overhead, uh, colored in a way that makes you think of wood, is, is this an hourglass. This maybe. Oh, maybe ten feet above the brazier, suspended by these these stone chains, is this hourglass. Ooh, this is spooky. That's weird. What? This is very, very ominous. 
an hourglass above a brazier. Write that down. Did, did, did you say brazier? <laughs> Stone brazier. Madonna. <laughs> um, the heck? Um, at the other side of the room is another doorway. And you make you scuttle your way through there. There's there's two other closed doorways behind you, so you're not getting through there. But the doorway on the other side is open, and you scuttle through into that room. And there's what looks to be this is beautiful. This the craftsmanship here is amazing. It looks like a red velvet curtain, but it's completely stone. Um, and there's like just the way the naturally uh, the curtain has has fallen leaves a small gap for you that you you scuttle under and you find yourself um on some kind of observation like balcony this this balcony with these two stone thrones looking down over this um this pit oh a pit yeah it's a this enormous like you're looking down it looks to be a 50 foot square room um that this observation area is looking down over what could one observe in such a place? <laughs> wow, am, I st- yeah, am I still on the sort of subterranean level? Or I, I have yeah, no, you, upstairs no you're, you're still in the subterranean area. This oh is gosh, taking this you... This is while. so scary. This is taking you quite some time as well, just taking through, uh, taking all of this in. How long does, does the spell last? Four hours. Oh, you've got okay. So it's up. It's up to you how. <laughs> it's up to you how much of tonight's session Four you'd days. like to make up of uh, of this. <clears throat> I'd like to spend the entire session exploring the castle in real time, and then I'll have time to continue it next session too. Thank you. Um. So the pit has no features of any kind. No, just no, just a big empty pit. There is so a like the, a fighting the, pit. There looks to be like a, an exit off to the um, east, da- like down in that pit, like a, a an entryway to the pit, basically. Ooh, is it open? Yeah, yeah it's com- it's completely open. I'm gonna scuttle in. Um, okay. I'm really freaked out. Um, let's have a quick look. Mm. This is one spot where you definitely wouldn't want to turn back to, into a human. No, that's that's very true. Turn into a, a um, sausage shaped elf. I'm having intrusive thoughts that I might accidentally turn back. It look, okay, this is this is you're you're walking through this hallway, and again, it's another incredibly long hallway, maybe a hundred foot long. Um, and just as you're scuttling along, um, you're noticing little pressure pads on the ground, just sort of sporadically placed. So they're not like in like the middle of this hallway. There's some, one of them will be a little bit to the left. One of them will be in the middle. One of them might be off to the right. And halfway down this hallway are stairs down to closed doors. So there's no way through. And at the end of this hallway is a spiral staircase leading up. Oh, my more pressure pads. What the hell is this place? Hmm. Going back up. Uh, this is a different set of stairs to the original one that you um, that you went up, and you find yourself uh, in what looks to be this is this is actually uh, quite interesting, um, like holding cells. Is it holding cells? Uh, oh, well, actually, no. Well, it, your first thought is holding cells. It's like a small uh, a small hallway with small alcoves coming off. Um, four or five off to your right, four, five off to your left. There doesn't, there's no um, cell doors or anything, so they're not closed off. 
Um, you're thinking that it could be a holding cell, but there's no bars and everything's been so intricately made here. You'd think there would be. So maybe it's um, some sort of quarters instead. Are they like little gladiator quarters, American? Is this, they, they watch a little fight in this, this pit. I mean, I, I, I couldn't possibly infer that, Brian. Molly, what would you call it? Gladiatorium or... Uh, uh, well, I'd probably call it a f- fight fightadium. Fightadium. <laughs> term. Yeah. Where is it on a roll now? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> something about the observation thrones on the upper on the upper deck and just does make me think of something nefarious such as that. Mm, out of reach. Yes. Disturbing. I shall continue. What are the are the others just um, kind of taking a look? What trying to f- spot Mirakin in any of the windows, or uh, just yeah. enraptured with what's going on? Sort of communicating between Bill and and Mirakin between. Like yeah. I'm, I'm assuming everything uh, Mirakin is being told is is being relayed to Bill, and Bill is relaying it to you guys. And um, so, is it all just sort of? This moment of silence as you're waiting to hear from American, or is there other thing, other things happening? Yeah, and I'm asking questions and things like that, listening to Bill describe it. And mm, okay, yeah. I think. And have writing you ever been to drawing diagrams? One of them, like miniature train sets. Mm-hmm. You know how you always try and like look through all the windows, and that that's what that's what Morley would be doing. He'd okay. be going around the perimeter, looking through the windows to see if he can see anything interesting. Okay. Okay. Cool. We'll we'll come back to that as well. Um, American, you continue past what looks to be this quarter area and there's another um, open door. And in this room here is what looks to be a beautiful, um, maybe 12, uh, 12 placement set of like a dining table, like a big mess hall. Um, and, and you're slowly piecing things together. You know, you've got like these the quarters that was there and then you've got this giant mess hall uh, as well. Um and on the northern side is a is another uh, doorway, but that one is is closed. And a big double door on the east um, leads out to just uh, a hallway with closed doors. Um, and and at the end, just some stairs leading leading up. I see. Well, there's only one way for me to go if the other doors are closed. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's always the way back down you came from, or you can just continue. I will continue. Okay. Um, you're climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing. These stairs just lead further and further up, um, and to, and then until they start, uh, not not a spiral staircase, like a staggered stairway, uh, square sort of stairway that keeps this tight kind of stairway going up and up and up, and you come out into... Um, what is this area? Uh, it's, it's almost a, um, the bottom of this giant empty tower that's like raising above you in this area. Um, and, uh, in the center of the room of the staircase that you've just, you've, uh, like peered out of and over to the north is a stairwell that just continues up this this spiral and you look up and you can see that the stairway just hugs the outer edge of that um uh the uh, tower above you all the way to the top hundreds of feet above you 
with no handrail. It's just this perilous stairwell. Mm. Um, and the uh, the only really other exit out of this room leads you to a uh, another spire with uh, little windows um, poking out of it. Um, and you recognize that you're back on that main area. And a couple of you now see near one of the corners of this model, Mirakin scuttling into view. Oh, there she is. Or is that a normal spider? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right. I hate spiders. I better kill it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's dancing. It's doing a little pre-help dance. Oh, it must it's, be American. Uh, yes, it's hello. me. It's a little palipads. Palipads. <laughs> Yeah. Really on a roll, these. Oh no, I borrowed that one from Mirakin. I, I got it. Oh. Right. <laughs> um, but Mirakin, you, you've kind of ventured into a lot of this, uh, the the main floor, um, and a, a decent chunk of where you could get into open doors underneath this main floor. You still have the towers and um, area above you if you wanted to continue your search, but it really comes down to what you're looking for. This place is exhausting. That is that is one thing you're getting. This place is enormous. It's been a good hour and a half of you making your way through different sections of this, just, just due to the scale of this place. It's a labyrinth thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, question out of character. Mm-hmm. Did we think that the skull was was in a tower? Um, I feel like that was a thing that we knew. You we? No, there's a. Are you talking about Argenvost's skull? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know that it is. What do you know about that? You know that it's. I'm trying to remember what I've told you guys we'll about. Have a look. You guys have been told to bring it back, and and you, well, you assume that the thing you need to do is is replace it back at Argenvost Hold. Mm. Um, I felt like we knew that... I've just got a funny feeling we... Um, theorized it was at Strads. Yeah. I'm trying to find I my we were, I think we were told that. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to... We might have even been told it was in a tower. Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly what I'm trying to find I have it. and haven't told you guys uh, without giving away new information. <laughs> I can't find it in my notes, Grumble. Hmm. I've I've only got that it was taken to Ravenloft. Yeah, I think that might be all um, that was that was told. I might be confusing it with the tower at Argenvost Hall. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Okay. Um, I'm trying to see. There's. Uh, yeah, you you were showing like a an image of um, uh, light beaming from the from the windows of the tower. Mm. Uh, it's Argenvost spoke to you directly to ask to save. His, their, his nights from falling into darkness. Yeah. Yeah, I've just gotten here that the skull was taken to Strads. I don't have anything about where that would be. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a roomy place. They could fit like a dragon skull in there. Mm. 100, <laughs> 200 foot long hallways. <sighs> American, should we call it? I mean, I think you show your dragon skull off. Oh, in a big hallway. Yeah, in the foyer. In the foyer, yes. Right at the front. Well, maybe if he doesn't want it to be seen or taken, he wouldn't. But he's a show-off. He's a show-off. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sure there are so many secrets here, but oh, I don't know if it's worth traipsing through this whole place. Yeah, because I don't know if we're actually getting that detailed information, but it is helpful to know that there's a lot of traps in these hallways and that if we do go downstairs, it's a massive trick. I mean, the one thing that you can take from this is that 
we could continue doing this for another few hours, easy, real time. Like this place is enormous. Um, so it's probably probably best for you to just tell us all the secrets. Well, I will now. tell you. Uh, well, I will tell you as <laughs> as as a as a nicety that this is not reflective of how of the current state of the castle. You're not right, gonna yeah. you're not gonna be like, oh. oh, we've found the skull because the person who yeah. created this yep. didn't yeah. know the skull existed. So yeah, things yeah. things like that. Oh. It so this makes is kind sense. of like the original blueprints or the original 3D model before this prick moved in and remodeled it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is as old as the Amber Temple itself. Oh, is there a big 3D printer in the corner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Magic one. Okay. Well, I think I don't know. For me, I think that's pretty pretty good. I think knowing what's below the surface is helpful. I mean, um, you, you've you found a couple of things. You've figured out how to get down underneath the uh, the area as well, if you mm -hmm. can keep that in mind. Well, I think I'll need some pointers or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll, and you know me, I'll give you guys, especially Mirican, um, should she find herself in an octagonal hallway or room, I yeah. will remind her of uh, what she saw at those different points, you know? So I'll be, I'll mm. be there to help out as well. Okay. Mm. Well, so anyone want to roast? <laughs> I, hang on a minute have i seen anything through the windows oh, oh right yeah so you're you're looking into some of the um uh windows adorning sort of the higher levels uh upper deck <laughs> don't, don't call it that um the yeah the, you, what you can see through a lot of these windows are essentially just um empty empty rooms um i think the thing uh, you find a tower and look down into it um, and you see a similar um, spiral staircase leading down this enormous spire um, down to what you can assume is the ground floor. Um, there's nothing uh, There's nothing that's really standing out from any specific window. Um, you spot what you think might be a bedroom. You spot something else that might that looks um, like a, a dining hall or a dining room. Um, but there aren't many windows to this place, uh, and what you can see all looks relatively nondescript for what is in view. A lot of sh uh, strangely anything? enough, there's a lot of shut doors in the rooms you're looking into as well. Oh. Is there anything like this? I don't know how to word this. Like thin, like any kind of thin flagpoles or bollards or posts or anything out of stone that look like I could snap it off with my finger and thumb. Uh, let's have a quick look. He just wants a souvenir. <laughs> I do. I do. I kind of want to take a little something from. Yeah, I don't know why. there, there I is. Like there is actually. There's. Um, whereabouts is that? There. There's a. What looks like a chimney, which is at this scale, pretty small, and looks like you could maybe try and break it off. It looks like a little Lego bit. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of after. Yeah, all right, I'll give it a go. I'll try and snap that, snap one off. Give me a, um, give me a strength roll because you start to put a little bit of pressure on it. It is solidly on there. All right, that is uh, a seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. What happened yeah. there? You just, yeah, that's 17. I'm not a 17. <laughs> you're, plus like, zero. you're like, wait, why is there no modifier for my amazingly <laughs> yeah, strong I was character? I'm confused. And then I remembered I'm weak. <laughs> yeah, you just um, <laughs> you put a lot of pressure. It's a lot more than you thought you'd have to. And it just snaps. Snap. And you have a small souvenir of this uh, chimney. Yeah, look at that, eh? I wonder if. <laughs> 
<laughs> we should keep an eye out when we go up there. We should see if this bit's still there or if it's fallen off. Like it affects you know, the real one. Yeah, like a voodoo model. Do you, yes. do you know what I mean? If that was the case, we could just crush the entire place right now. That seems wasteful. And we don't have the, the, <laughs> the stonemasonry equipment required. You know what would be good, Morley? You've given me the idea of breaking off that chimney. If you could break off one of these pointy towers and then stab it through Strad's heart. He wouldn't expect that, would he? <laughs> oh, mini Ravenlock. <laughs> no. Killed. He wouldn't. By my own castle. <laughs> Yeah, he'd really be... I don't know, you've lost me a little, like, if I'm honest. <laughs> I can see where you're coming from. You, By all means, you know, you've got a bit of muscle on your brain, you've been working out. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can uh, crack, crack that I'm one I'm getting more yourself. powerful. Well, yeah, well it, it was just a thought. Oh, I lo- love the idea. I love the symbolism. This yeah. looks hard to do. When I had to pick that yeah. off, it was harder than I thought it would be. I saw you struggling. <laughs> Oh, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> Does, um, I'm going to hold it up to Brian. Is it glowing now that I've broken it off, this bit um, of castle? Yeah, there's still a, a, a faint glow mm. to it. I think that it's glowing from when it was made. It's like it doesn't have a magical uh, power right now. That's my feeling. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's correct, yeah. It's a residual magic. So it was created by some very powerful magic being, perhaps, or something. Who knows? Mm. Someone with a lot of power. Um, and lo- like your satchel there, it's glowing, I noticed. Is there any yeah. downside to us just destroying this thing anyway? You could give it a try, but um, honestly, I, I wouldn't even get you to roll for it. This is solid stone. Um, you might be able to break a small part off like like uh, Morley has, but to destroy this whole thing would take uh, a lot of force, a, lo- a, a lot of force, or something magical that would You'd bring stone. in a golem or something. It would be like uh, trying to break, break a boulder. You know, this is a 13-foot tall um, scaled-down version of the castle made out of solid stone. Mm. We could... We could blow it up, Bill, with a magical spell. I could witch bolt it, if you like. I don't know if it's... It seems a long shot to... Um, that it's going to be may, a voodoo castle. He may castle. not even be home. He <laughs> 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 might be out on an errand or something. They have to leave a card worse. to call. He comes home and what the fuck? Just falling over? No, they don't make him like they used to. And just fallen it's down onto reason. the village of Barovia, just down the cliff and crush <laughs> the village of Barovia as well in the meantime. Well, no, it would be the perfect crime. <laughs> Miracle, what we'll say is that uh, it takes you a long, quite a bit of a way to get back out through this miniature. There was no easy way from where you ended up. Even though you were on the ground floor, you couldn't find a way back to that octagonal room. Uh, You couldn't find a way from where you were back up a floor to those windows you crawled out of. And so you're having to go back through everything um, to get back to where you were. While you're doing that, um, I will say from the outside, uh, there was there's like a little landing on one of the towers with a little double door leading into one of the towers. So it looks like maybe one of the bedrooms has um, a set of doors that lead out to a balcony. That could totally be used for an entrance. But throughout the rest of your investigations, Mirakin, um, 
of where you were and of your way back and back on your way to the floor that you crawled in on, you didn't find any further exits. Um, okay. From from your understanding, that uh, courtyard is the main and possibly only entrance and exit out of there. I see. Mm. There's nothing that makes you believe there is any back or hidden entrance. Okay. I've done some reading. That's what you get. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, yeah. I, I crawl out back out of the window whence I came and uh, crawl down the sides and um, shapeshift back into my normal form, complaining as I do so. I am exhausted. Do you know how many spider steps I've taken today? Oh, my <laughs> spirits. Oh. Well, great, great investigation, American. Yeah. God, it looks cool when you turn into things and turn back into yourself. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. Well, perhaps we can use this knowledge we have as a weapon when we finally do make our way to Ravenloft. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to come in handy. Did you break off a piece? I want one. <laughs> I did. I did. Did you hear anything? I was snapped off like a flagpole kind of oh, chimney. Dear, a chimney. What, I snapped uh, off a little bit of chimney. Yes. Yes, I felt the vibrations of that. Have a look at it. Oh. Tougher than you think to break this off. I can yeah. see that. Go on the old back pocket. Oh, Maybe I can stab fingers. him with this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Make him stand on it, you know, like there a piece of Lego. <laughs> Molly's got a new um, catchphrase. I'm going to rip your fucking teeth out and break your chimney off. <laughs> <laughs> well... Dick Van Dyke on bed. <laughs> another another current <laughs> popular actor of the day. <laughs> Mary Poppins. Mm. Oh. Well, I'm simply I don't want to see this castle again for some time. Shall we press on? Um, Casimir is is very eager. He's been he's been waiting in this room for for uh, just as long as the rest of you, but he's becoming more and more impatient. Um, he's been muttering a little bit about the um, wanting to get on and finding this thing and finding a means to save his sister. Are we are we quite are we quite done with this castle? Yes, I, I think so. I think so, Casimir. But yes, thank you for your patience. That we looked around. I just want to just quickly before we go look around the debris and the detritus at the back of the room under the chair. I'll sit in the chair actually. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ooh, you sit sit. Down, just Sounds great. Big burst of dust just poof up out of the sun. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry about that. Anything in that rubbish around the back of the room? Nothing of nothing of worth. Nothing of note. It's a, it's a lot of destroyed, um, possibly like shelving, bits of wood, um, just dust. It's been here for God knows how long. It looks like hundreds of years. What was in that map tube? Oh uh, yeah, one of the things in that chest was a um, a map case. Uh, in that map case, uh, was a was... detailed map of Raven. <laughs> yeah, with That's all of thinking. the traps and secrets. <laughs> Highlighted in red. Um, no, it's a, it's an old <laughs> it's an old leather map case. Um, but there's there's nothing in it. Um, but uh, dust and just small scraps of, um, like, 100-year-old paper that's just sort of fallen to bits. Oh, I wonder if we could restore this. 
That's a good idea. If we hold on to it, maybe I'll be able to uh, set that spell into my list. <laughs> if anyone can do it, Ryan, you can. Thank you. <laughs> For your vote of confidence. That's very nice. Um, Shall we go check out the roast? It's just through there. Can and I smell it? The next room down. Um, That's where I saw the roast. You you don't you don't smell anything, and that's the same with you, Morley. You're you're sort of you remember the the smell of that roast quite vividly, um, and there's there's no there's no smell at all from from here. Oh God, someone's probably been in eating it while we've been looking <laughs> about and <laughs> Sunday in the night and talking to the crack folk. Yes. Well, it is well, Monday night roast night, so probably going off. <laughs> Cold. We can at least investigate and see if they've left anything behind. Yeah, Maybe a bread roll or something. Should we go on in? Okay. Oh, the, this will be the last thing we we'll, we'll look up here, up here, man. Honestly. No, it perturbs me to no end that you're in such a rush to your eternal doom, Casimir. I'm not here for my eternal doom, Mirakin. I'm here to save my sister. I believe that doom is all the Dark Ones purvey, but I will not stop you. Um, and Casimir is... Um, heads out of the room a, a little a little agitated so it's just through this doorway molly yeah we'll just poke our heads just like a party that you don't want to go to we'll just poke our heads in and then be gone <laughs> yeah it won't become a whole thing like this castle yeah okay and 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 casimir is just uh, is moving on ahead of you now he's a little more impatient he pushes open the door and and enters the room and in the moment that those doors open you get that just magnificent sweet smelling roast just fills this air um oh. and the the t- there are torches on the walls uh that are lit um and in the middle of this room uh on this dining table right in the center of this room is is this magnificent feast uh cooked meats vegetables piping hot gravy and wine set uh at different maybe one, two, three, four, five, like six or seven spots at the table have been have been placed. Oh. Don't move another muscle, Cas- Casimir. And Casimir just and stops. Th- and this goes, this goes for the rest of you. I was snooping through here over a day ago. That's exactly, it does look exactly the same. Right? It is exactly the same as you saw it. And this looks exactly the same. And is there any steam coming off any of this food? Yeah, yeah, see? yeah. And this has been here for over a day. And it's still fresh. This is no ordinary food, so and just be careful. it smells amazing. It smells so inviting. It would have easily been in front of you the, the best meal that you would have possibly encountered in the last couple of weeks here in Barovia. Ooh. No, but it is probably cursed. <laughs> yeah, why would there be something nice in this place? And Everything who said this? Sucks. Who set this out? Brian, I'm sorry to ask this of you again, but can you detect an enchantment on it? Okay, I'm going to write, light another cigarette and uh, <laughs> walk around for 10 minutes just looking at it, but I'm not going to touch it. Give me an investigation roll. Okay. Since you're just sort of walking around it and, and looking at it. Investigation. I got a plus nine. 11 plus nine for Twiggy. Um, Perfect. There's something off about what you're seeing and you recognize it instantly the rest of you don't can't pick up on it but baron to you it's clear as day the chairs the food even the torches on the wall all illusionary Mm. 
The only thing that seems to be legit is the table and what looks to be a, a, a water pitcher or ewer on the uh, middle of the table. Oh, it's illusory. There's only the pitcher and the table are real. So hmm, uh, called it. But but to what? Did, did you reason? <laughs> I said it was probably cursed. That's similar. Mm. I knew it wasn't real and it wasn't a quality free meal. You know what they say? There's no such thing as a free meal. And we've proven that yet again today. This place sucks. Mm. Um, and now, now that you're all aware of it being an illusion, the smell, there's just a, there's a, like a hollowness to that smell. Like it doesn't, now that you're concentrating, the sound from the, the torches on the wall, the crackling from the fire, doesn't sound quite right now that you're aware of it. It's a bloody shame, isn't it? So I'll put my head under the table. Um, okay, there's, yeah, there's nothing under the table. Uh, but you, to get under the table, like you just you move through some of the chairs. Like you, uh, you go to nod, oh. like knock a, a chair, but find your arm pass straight through it. And you're looking under the table, and there's there's nothing. Um, the only thing, uh, as mentioned, that stands out as being real is this table and this uh, this green copper uh, like water pitcher um, on the, on the table. Well, shall I get a skeleton to pick it up, or should we just avoid this place entirely? Seems like a trap. Well, if you're casting detect magic, let's wait. Don't be rash and touch anything. It's probably a cursed water pitcher. I don't know. Mm. But let's just see I what can... your spell has to say. Okay. I mean, we've um, just spent, what, an hour and a half exploring a, a, a model? I think we can wait ten minutes for a spell. Yes. Uh, Casimir is getting just further agitated. Oh, my God. Bro. Another... <laughs> look, I'm, I'm... I get a feeling that this doorway out here is going to lead to another um, marble balcony next to that statue that was out in the foyer. I'm just going to press on. Look, beware... Casimir, you may be in a rush, but this place is very dangerous. In fact, the, the walkway out there is looking worse for wear. If you stand on that, you might fall off. And he just, he sighs. Can you give me a, a persuasion roll? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> plus six. I got to a one plus six. Um, he just says, I'll be careful. Um, and he moves across the room to the, uh, to the amber door uh, on the eastern wall. And uh, pushes it open, and and um, moves out onto the balcony and closes the doors behind him. Ooh, that was him. very. He's a bad buzz. More Americans like, oh, that was very toxic of him. All of a sudden, he's a little bit more attractive. <laughs> huh. At least he closed the door very behind him. <laughs> um, but yeah, we yeah. can we can um, have another ten minutes um, pass, um, and there is a glow to the the picture on the table of, of that. You're looking at it as you're as you're casting your spell. Um, you're sort of taking it in for what it is. It's this green copper picture, and it's got uh, images of dancing bears, elks, and wolves sort of embossed around the edges of it. Um, and as you finalize that spell, it glows. Um, and it looks like there's some sort of transmutation magic. <gasps> transmutation. So it's transmuting. I thought it'd be a, some sort of illusion. Well, magic. a transmutation is to change one thing to another thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
So perhaps the oh picture God. is not a picture, but something else. Or maybe it changes water into wine. That would be Ugh. topical for today's festivities. So, Wilbus, does it look like it's uh, any kind of magic traps or actual traps? Uh, what are you looking for? Uh, if the you've got a, picture you've got was a, to be picked up. You've got a wand. <laughs> Do I have a wand? See, my theory is if, if one was so foolish as to reach for the food, perhaps the picture would spring to life and attack. Or turn what you if I into something. It? What? what if I mage hand it? I'll pick it up and try and pour a little bit out. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to stand 20 feet away. <laughs> Good idea, Brian. Uh, okay. So, are people leaving leaving the room? Are they? A little bit. Thanks, guys. I'm just gonna peek. <laughs> no, I'm helping. We all do it from around the door frame. I've got my thorn whip at the ready. <laughs> I'll stand by the door, ready to run out if this all, tits up. <laughs> we're all terrified of a jug of water at the moment. Well, things go wrong <laughs> around here a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. We're being smart adventurers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. You right. well, uses the force. Obviously disguised amongst all this food. Okay. Yeah. So you um, shoot the mage hand out, and the skeletal hand sort of shoots out from you and, and heads towards that uh, pitcher. It wraps his bony fingers around the ewer and, and lifts it up. What are you wanting to do with this? Ewer. Just pour the tiniest bit of water onto the table, like like twenty mil. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it it goes to pour, nothing comes out. There there may not even be any water inside it. There was never an investigation. But so it goes to pour and nothing comes out. Um, The mage fully upside down now and nothing's coming out? it's fully turned. Well, nothing in this. Um, I I pop it back down (laughs) on the table, but before taking mage hand off it, I go, should I do anything else? Should I chuck it against the wall or anything? Kind of throwing... What? Go throw it, chuck it, I'm here in one of each. Bill, what say you? You're the tiebreaker here. I say uh, put it back down. What if we put some... I don't want to see that thing smashed. (laughs) Let's just smash it. It's copper. What if we we put some water in it? See if it changes it to wine. That would be actually a helpful, useful item for once. Oh, you're great. (laughs) Do you want to go to the the fridge and get a nice filtered water? Okay. Do you... Baron. Do you have any water? Have you got any kind of liquids? I've got Shall some kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll pop some kombucha in it. Okay. See what happens. I'll pour about 20 mils <laughs> of kombucha. Really, really thing, using really the mage hand. Step, oh, okay. So the mage hand comes shooting back to you, grabs the kombucha from you, heads back to yeah. the ewer and starts pouring just a little, just 20 mil in, yeah. and then shoots back to you with the kombucha. Yeah. Then I grab the thing again and try and pour that 20 mil out onto the table. Again, the mage hand goes, picks up this picture again and just pours the kombucha onto the table. You are making a <laughs> wet table. Ooh, exciting. It's worked. It is it, it's still kombucha from the looks of it, I guess. Anyone want to try it? I don't want to try that. I've got a feeling that maybe this is some sort of poison jug. Floor suck. What? If you spilt it on the table or a table suck, you're going to drink it, Morley. <laughs> I, didn't, I mean, I deliberately is... spilled it. 
Well, how about we just take it with us and then I'll try and investigate it later. Okay. At least we haven't sprung a trap from what I can tell. Guys, we're leaving. <laughs> we might be bringing the trap with us. Hmm. I, I don't I thought something would happen in this room, but uh, no, just ghost food. Hmm. Yeah, it would be like draw you in to sit you down. Have a food and then boom. Well, you they wouldn't be you. able to sit on the chair. It'd be like one of these <laughs> yeah. chairs, those lawn, plastic lawn chairs that always stuck around. <laughs> yeah. You sit down and you just. You... Yeah, chairs are completely illusory. Okay. Okay. I'm going to get Pierre to open these doors and follow Casimir. Okay. Are you, t- are you guys getting back into that room, taking the picture and heading out? Like, what's the. Yeah. Yeah. Are we taking the picture with us? Uh, I will. I think it's. Okay. Could he be a powerful magical power. item. Yeah, that seems on brand for Nothing more powerful than a copper jug. Okay. Empty copper jug. All right, Baron, you you walk into the room, you grab the pitcher and lift it up, and all of the food on on the table disappears. The lights on the walls flicker out and the chairs disappear and a wind just just picks up around the room um and one by one by one the same type of creatures that american saw in that room those spectral uh ghost-like entities scream into appearance in place of the chairs um around the room i'm gonna put the jug down they stay you you (laughs) You put the joke. It was it was uh, merely touching that that picture that caused this to occur. But a mage hand doesn't do it. it Only needed, this. It needed it needed touch. It needed someone it's to touch it. Fuckers. Viv, you've been Run! watched. You've been watched. Basically, they were waiting for that exact moment. <sighs> yes, I'm going to run. Okay, we're, which which way is everybody running? I'm going to follow Casimir. Um, I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> oh, okay. Into the hallway. Why would I go out the other way? There's nothing there apart from that cracking facade of a balcony. There's another door. I yeah, there's another it. door north. <laughs> Molly quickly runs out one way, <laughs> sees that no one else is following him, and then boosts back the other way. Okay, <laughs> so I will say the moment that Pierre opens up that, that doorway to that balcony, that marble cracked marble floor looks so worse for wear and so incredibly fragile. Oh. Okay. I run to the south again. Pierre, oh, I Morley see Pierre. It's shit. And Wally's going back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> um, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need all of you shit. guys. I thought you might. <laughs> uh, to to roll initiative. We just had to pick it up. Well, it looks good, doesn't it? Good work, it's Mr. What, Power. It's what your character would do. <laughs> it is. It is. You know what? <laughs> I'd do it again. I've rolled 15 plus 3. Okay, cool. I had my token on the balcony already. Um, It wouldn't be there. Like I said, Pierre just opened the door and, and revealed that broken, uh, very, very severely unstable balcony. Um. So we're taking it from you behind Pierre at this point, and you're welcome to move across on your turn. And I'll be over by the table, I suppose. Uh, cool. Uh, Bill, have you... Oh, yeah. Did you have your token? I rolled a uh, 20 plus 4. No, I thought I thought the Beyond 20 thing selected it. Uh, I, that no, is right. Sorry. I think it does. That's all right. Uh, we'll add your turn. So 
So once you get 24 total. Is Do you get any advantages if you roll a net 20 in an initiative or? Nah, just cool for you. Just just a good roll. You win. That's when you want him for it. <laughs> uh, okay, great. And with Casimir nowhere to be seen, he will not be rolling at this point. Uh, at the top of the turn order is, is Bill. Bill, you've seen these the lights go out, the um, the spectres all just appear out of nowhere. Uh, what do you do? I am going to... Uh, I'm going to call out to everyone. Everyone, run away and don't engage. And I'm going to cast Calm Emotions on the creatures. Um, have you so got they a need to make a that? charisma save. Yep. Does that work on anyone and everyone? Um, I believe so. Is it charm? It's not a charm. Okay. So you attempt to suppress strong emotions in a group. Um, Everyone in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point they choose within range must make a Christmas saving throw. A creature can choose to fail the saving throw if it wishes. If a creature fails the saving throw, choose one or two effects. So I can suppress any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened. Um... Alternatively, I can make a target different about creatures of your choice that is hostile towards. Um, this indifference ends if the target is attacked or harmed by a spell. Uh, and um, so what do they have to roll? The spell ends, the cre- they need to beat in an 18, Charisma. Okay, the first one rolled a 23. Uh, second one rolled oh. a 21. Third one rolled an 18. Fourth one rolled a 17. So we've got one calm one so far. Uh, two calm ones now. Great. Uh, the seventh one, a uh, sixth one saved. Uh, so we've got three three calm ones and four not so calm ones. Um, but what does that what does that mean? Just they're, they're, they're calm? That doesn't mean they're not... Uh, it they're, hasn't... They're, no, they're, they're indifferent instead of hostile. Not so aggressive. I suppose it's up to you what that means. Okay. All right. No, that's cool. I think three of them... Um, having been hit by that, uh, just slowly just fade um, back down and are replaced uh, with with chairs sitting oh. at, sitting at this table. Um, Not bad, Bill. Okay, and then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna move back out of the room. Okay. Uh, anything else from you? Nope. Okay. Cool. Uh, Baron, over to you. Okay. Uh... Um, I'm going to, well, <clears throat> thankfully, Bill just got rid of the ones right next to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I would have disengaged. Very lucky. I'm I'm going to cast, uh, it's just taken me by surprise. So I'm going to lash out and cast Tasha's Mind Whip oh. on the one okay. to my north. There north. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, they must make an intelligence saving throw. Okay. Of um, oh, 17. They've rolled a 16. Okay, so the target takes 3d6 psychic damage, and it can't take a reaction until the end of its next turn. Moreover, on its next turn, it must choose whether it gets a move, an action, or a bonus action. So it only gets one. only gets one. Okay, I'll put a little token on that, just so I know what that is. Okay, great. Um, What does that look like? What did you... Tasha's mind whip. Tasha's mind whip. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I psychically lash out at one creature. So I will, uh, I don't know if that's visible, but from my the skull on my hat, mm-hmm. a whip will whoosh, smack it in the brain. Okay, great. And it's eight psychic damage? Y- yes. Okay, cool. Um, what are your skeletons up to? And are you, are you going to move at all? Or? 
Uh, well, seeing as what happened in the last room we walked into downstairs like this, they disappeared when we left. So I'm going to exit to the south mm-hmm. and any skeletons that can see that one that just got hit with the mine whip yep. will try and shoot it. Uh, we'll say three of them. Three of them get can see it perfectly through the amber doors. Okay, so I'll roll three d20s and I think I add plus four. Plus four, both maybe. Oh, very low rolls. Very low Four, rolls. a two, and a three. <laughs> um, they just shoot blindly into the room and hit the stone uh, amber-covered walls on the opposite side of this room. Okay, the only skeleton not oh. next to me is Pierre. And I was going to say, gone. yeah, oh, he's gone around the corner. Okay, cool. To the northeast, and that's me. Okay, great. Uh, Morley, you're up next. Um, I think I'm just going to turn in. Before I do turn and run away, my signature move, does American look in any danger where she is? Um, like aside from the ghouls that are in the room, obviously. But no, I mean she's just she standing like, at the open doors. Okay, all right. I, well, it almost sounds worse now that I've said that. I certainly wasn't my intention, but um, now I am going to run away. <laughs> cool. I'm just going to run out these doors as far as I can, which I think takes me to Bill. Okay, yes, Baron. Uh, I'm just going to say I, I'm holding the jug. That is okay, yeah, 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 cool. So you've you, yeah, you've got the jug. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Why would you hold on to it? <laughs> Homer and the vending machines. You're not just uh, holding on to the cans. Eh? <laughs> he, did, he did try and put it down. Like He did try to put it down and nothing changed. So. Wow, it sounded yeah. like the jug. <laughs> yeah. um, is Morley doing anything from outside the room? No, just running. Okay, okay, cool. Um, Mirican, over to you. Well, I really don't know what to do, but I suppose I should follow the rest of the party. Um, so I'll use my movement to run back across the room and out the door to <laughs> the rest of them. I will before before you turn and run the um, the broken yep. balcony that's in front of you. Right, there's no sign of Casimir, mm-hmm. so it's not like he's uh, fallen off this or broken any part of it. The amber doors. Um, on the other side of that balcony are, are open um, and you can see into uh, a, a bit of a room. You see a little glimpse into that room from where you are standing. So it looks like he's definitely continued on his way. So mm. do with that information whatever you want before you move. Mm. I'm loath to split from the party, so I'll follow their lead and dash back towards the doors we came in from. Okay. Um, and... I'll just use my turn to, I guess, dodge uh, in case they come for us. Okay, yeah. yeah but that's... I'm hoping they'll disappear. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, it is the Spectre's turn. And as you all, uh, as Mirican finally runs out through the uh, open amber doors, you all expect to turn and see these Spectres disappearing. Um, but instead, they all the ones remaining scream and charge towards you. Oh, damn it. Um, Can I get from the Baron a constitution saving throw, please? Uh, Yep. Con. Got a plus one for con. I'm going to get a 14 plus one. 15. Um, Okay. So it it reaches out uh, its spectral hand and just pushes it into your chest. Uh, it has rolled a critical success um, and does 20 necrotic damage to you. Oof. 
Um, you're very lucky that you rolled your constitution saving throw so high. American, another one screams as it closes against you and reaches out towards you as well. Um, and you get to, doesn't it? So what do you, you got dodge. So it rolls with disadvantage. Yeah, so it, it makes disadvantage rolls against me. Oh, wait, the one that attacked me, it can only move or attack. Oh, yep. That's a good point. That is a good point. We'll, we'll, um, we'll say that. Uh, all right, let's go back a little bit. Um, Is it was mind warped? Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. We'll move back a little bit. We'll go back to that one, and there's some debris on the ground that will say that the first one doesn't move. Um, it instead like picks up uh, a small um, d- bit of debris off the ground and just throws it towards uh, towards you. Rude. Um, it's uh, illusory debris. <laughs> and unf- unfortunately, we'll, we'll use the same rolls, which is a crit success, but it's only a small like chunk of, uh, of wood that it like throws up against your body, um, and it just does six damage, six, six bludgeoning damage against you, just oh. as it throws it uh, against you. This other one, Mirakin, comes screaming as it uh, races towards you, reaches out, um, and it is going to roll with disadvantage. It's rolling a 12. Which will right, be so miss. I, I roll a constitution. Throw no, no, just, it's it's oh, missed, so you don't have to worry. It's missed. It has. I um, say missed me. Okay. Well, in that case, another one comes <laughs> zipping over. They two more come flying in behind. Um, the one that's appeared in front of the Baron uh, reaches out. We'll do that one oh now. Oh my god! Uh, and rolls an eight, so that is a miss. Um, and the one that is appeared behind the one in front of you, Merican. Um, let's have a... Okay. Can you please roll me a, a strength check, please? Yes, I can. Not a strength saving throw? Uh, no, just a strength check. I've rolled a nine plus one. Well, they rolled a one plus four, so they failed on that one completely. You can feel it trying to lift you off the ground, um, but oh. it just it just dissipates into into nothing. Um, Bill, it is your turn. These these spectres now filling that doorway uh, with their evil presence. Um, hmm. Is American and Baron there? Uh, yeah, American and Baron um, in front of the door. Um, I'm going to move here. Mm-hmm. Can I can I stab this one with the blood spear in where I am? Yeah, it would probably be in half. Sort of. No, we will say that can happen. Sure, sure. Okay, I'm going to st- Stab that one. Uh, sure, give me a roll to hit. One minute, please. Where's the blood spear? Oh, there it goes. Oh, nice. I rolled a 19 plus 8. Yeah, that is definitely a hit. Um, um, 8 damage. Okay, great. You, you um, thrust out with that spear and jam it into it. Uh, and uh, unlike any probably other spear, this seems to actually do some damage as it screams out. Uh, probably I thought the, it might. Yeah. Uh, doing doing eight damage. Anything else from Bill? Um, no, nothing from me. Baron, back to uh, you. Actually, oh. sorry. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna yell out and say, Baron, get behind. All right. I'm going to turn and nod. Good advice. I'm going to disengage. Uh, otherwise, I'll take two mm-hmm. opportunity attacks, I suppose, and move back behind my skeleton, Charlene. Cool. And they can fill the gap, so Shaolin can go in there 
and try to attack the creature above it. Great, give me a roll to hit. Uh, that's a plus six. Oh, just, why isn't it doing that? Uh, ten plus four. That's a hit. I think. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yep, that's a hit. Okay, so a d6 plus six. And what are they uh, attacking with? Is it just yeah. a short sword? It's a short sword. Two plus six, seven. Two plus six or seven? Uh, two plus, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Two plus six, eight. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You caught me. No other, no other great mind would catch such a. Um, yep. You, you, uh, who's that? Lashes out with their sword um, and doesn't do, doesn't catch like that blood spear did. Does some damage, but not the full extent. Okay. Uh, can my skeletons? Yeah. No. Are they going to try and like replace? where Merican is, but I think that would cause Merican to get attacked, right? So, yeah, that's... Well, if any of them can just attack that same thing, like Pierre can shoot it or something Yeah, like that, yeah, like Pierre can attack probably... Probably two others could probably launch an attack with uh, their bow and arrows if they've got them. Okay. So I'll roll some d20s, and it's plus four for each. So a two... Oh, what, what am I rolling? So many... Oh, a 19, a 6, and a 20. Oh. All right, two of them hit. All of them plus four. Yeah, two of them hit, one of them being a crit. So double dice for the crit. Okay, so here's the first one. 2d6 plus 6, so 8 plus 6. Oh, nice. Uh, 14, and yep. the other one gets a 2 plus 6. Okay, Which cool. is, we, as we know, 7. <laughs> these arrows come in from opposite directions and the spectre just screams out le- reaching its head backwards and just evaporates uh, into the room uh, anything else from your soldiers? no I think that's all they can do cool. uh, Morley over to you there's two left sort of in the doorway at the moment and Baron's still holding on to this copper jug right? Uh, yes yeah yeah you can't yeah. have it. Drop the joke, Baron! <laughs> and then I'm going to try and rip it from his grasp uh-uh. and hurl it back into the room if I can. Uh, are you going to try and... not. <laughs> so you're going to contest it? All right, so we go strength versus... <laughs> or strength versus dex. So, um, Baron, you get to choose whether you're doing strength or dex to no, like, move it dex. out of the way. Um, what, do you, I get to choose? Uh, no, you're giving... Because you're going to be trying to wrestling it out of his hands, so... <laughs> okay. We're gonna One of the great... Out. Muscular men of our times. All right, here we go. <clears throat> oh. well, it comes down to a roll, right? <laughs> I got it. what? <laughs> one, one plus two, so All that's right. a good roll. Just have to not beat a one. <laughs> but it says two. That's weird. Eleven, baby. Uh, yeah, you you reach out and just grab that picture from his hand, <laughs> and just lob it into the middle of the room in front of you. Doom, 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 as it rolls across uh, the stone floor, the black marble floor. Sorry. What are you doing? The the ghouls, they're... Uh, and as I'm saying this, I'm waiting for them to go. There's like, no, you're looking at them. Down. You're looking at them to try and see if they at least change their, their view for who they're looking at. And they don't, they don't move at all. They're still just sort of hovering menacingly in that doorway. Their, their hair whipping around and their teeth and eyes just hollow holes into their, into their skulls, their ghostly skulls. They don't Good one, Molly. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look at the Baron and say, I fucked that up, and now I'm gonna <laughs> use my, I'm gonna use my bonus action 
<laughs> to draw my radiant blade. All right, so you just turn it on, just go boosh, as it just lights yeah. up. Okay. Back! Okay, Mirakin, your turn. I've been struggling to figure out what I should be doing. So we've already killed one, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, one, one's yeah. Uh, been killed. Um, I'm going to use my turn to disengage, <laughs> and I did, do a little roll backwards in between the skeletons. Oh, very nice. And then jump back up with my hands in the air like a little jester. Okay. Can't catch me. Um, that's my turn. No bonus actions or anything? Um, nope. Okay. Oh, actually, I go, Ronson! And um, Runzed pops out and tries to web them. Uh, or tries to web one of them, I guess, the, f- the one at the front. Where did you want Runzed to appear? Um, next to me okay. and then scuttle up in between the skeletons and aim between them. Okay, cool. Give me a roll. Um, I can't remember what the, the modifier is. With a roll of a one, it won't matter the modifier. <laughs> Let's You're, just say it probably doesn't hit. Runzen's web just splats up against one of the, uh, the amber doors. Good try. Um, with them, with that spectre that's being mind whipped, do they get a roll each? No, it's just for that one turn. Oh, it's just for the one turn. So they're back. They're back in it now. All right. Yep. It's the uh, it is the spectre's turn, um, and the one in the door moves forward. Can I get a strength roll from uh, one of your skeletons, please? Mm-hmm. A three. Um. Okay, great. The skeleton just lifts up into the air um, and is thrown 30 feet back across the room. Um, Todd! And gets 3d6 uh, damage as it crashes against the floor. So it takes 10 um, bludgeoning damage. Cripes. Um, The specter behind just darts through and uh, through the specter in front of it and is face to face with Morley and reaches its hand out towards Morley. Um, oh, but it gets opportunity attacked by four skeletons on the oh, way. Oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Give me that. Give me all those. Give me four uh, opportunity attacks, please. Uh, okay. Thank you, American. Uh, so these are all get a plus four, but these are the rolls: eighteen, four, one, and three. Cool. One of those are a hit. Can you give me a, a damage roll, please? D6 plus 6. So 4 plus 6. Okay. Okay, great. Um, and it reaches out and rolls a 19 against Morley. You'll be surprised to know that is a hit. Okay. <laughs> Not surprised. Uh, however, just before you even say the next thing, I'm, I'm going to use my uncanny dodge to, to halve the damage against me. Okay, so it's five five necrotic damage. Is it? Um, it goes to reach into your chest but just grazes past your shoulder. Um, just doing five necrotic damage into your shoulder. Could I get a uh, constitution saving throw from you? Absolutely. I'd be, I'd be delighted to. Okay. Um, that's a 10 plus one. That's an All 11. Right. Okay, that is that is fine. Uh, the other um, specter darts across the room. Um, and can I get another strength roll from one of your skeletons, please? Yeah. What do we get? A 10. Um, it too lifts up uh, oh. and just gets thrown 30 feet back across the room. Which one? Wait, uh, the one that's in the, the door. In the doorway, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, it, uh, Charlene. And, it, and Charlene takes 10 bludgeoning damage as it too just scatters 
against the hallway. Uh, Bill, we're back with you. I'm just working out what I'm going to do. Um, I think I'm going to... Oh, man, that puts me, like, right in harm's way. Mm, I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers on this one. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll just share the thing. Just at level one. Okay. What? So uh, they need to make a DC 18 18 save. Have you got the um, description for the... Thing? Yeah, so I whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of my choice can hear, racking it with terrible pain. Um, so on a failed save, it takes 3d6. Okay, and cool. must you immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Okay, cool. It has not uh, saved. It's only rolled a 15. Cool. So it takes 9 and then runs away. Uh, okay, this thing... Um spends its action running back down south through this hallway. So uh, should trigger, uh, the American should get an opportunity attack. So should Todd. So we'll go with American first. <laughs> Old Todd. Old Toddy boy. <laughs> and and Morley, right? Uh, and Morley, yes. Yeah, sorry, and Morley with his um, sunblade. Jeez, what a gauntlet! Um, if if Todd has already reacted this turn, he doesn't get another uh, opportunity attack. Okay. Cool. I don't know if he has. I don't think Todd it. has yet. You got so thrown. Yeah, oh, thrown. Okay. So, uh, Molly, can you give me an attack? And uh, Merrick can roll yours as well if you can. Todd did seven damage. Um, is that the da- doesn't yours doesn't have the damage there? Uh, <gasps> that would be helpful. So I've rolled a twenty-one to hit. Yeah, that's a hit. And then as I get a one d six plus three. So from two plus three plus uh, five. Yeah. So both Merrick and Molly, um, as you see. The spectre turn and run down the hallway. You both, the sunblade slices through it. American with your scimitar just cutting through it, and the two slices meet and just slice it into three that slowly just disappear into nothing. So that two has uh, been killed. Um, Baron, uh, back with you. Great job, American. Yeah. Uh, I am going to do Tasha's mind whip again. I'll cast that on. The one at the top. Cool. He has uh, failed the roll. Oh, okay. So that's uh, 11 psychic damage. Cool. And um, it hits this thing and it screams and just evaporates into ethereal nothingness as well. Oh, nice. Uh, anything with your skeletons? Yes, they'll all pile in. They'll run in. Okay. Well, we won't get you to roll. You've got. We'll just say like all six of your skeletons just run forward and leap at it, just slashing away with its bl- their blades, um, and it just gets eviscerated by the blades and disappears, also screaming uh, into the nothingness. The, 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 um, the ghost, the spectres have been taken care of, and all you're left with now is a dark corridor and a dark room, and no longer the sweet-smelling uh, scent of that roast. Well, this jug must be very powerful. If- Ryan. Jesus Christ, man. If you go in there and get it, I'll be putting the sunblade through you. <laughs> what? <laughs> We've just defeated them. We may as well take the spoils. Brian, this attitude right? of yours you is what. out of control. Um, you remember at that at least three, three of them. Yeah, at least three that probably will reappear. Leave it to Brian. Are you going mad in this place? Well, how about we get it on the way back? No, Brian. <laughs> control yourself, Brian. I'll just leave a little you, you token in this room just so you remember. 
You can get it. Hmm? If we, we, if we get out of here. You can mage hand it when we're all safely away. Yes, we can just oh, yeah. mage hand it back. It didn't even set off unless someone touched it. Do you, you have mage hand as well? Oh, uh, no. Oh, <laughs> all right. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I can, I can we skeleton hand it. How about that? Enough messing around. Let's go find Casimir. <laughs> Which is a good reminder that there's been, just with all the noise you've been making, there was no sign of Casimir coming back into and this he's got area. The, something chronic. Yeah, and he's probably grabbing all the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Barrett's thinking now. I love it. Yeah, yeah he's probably getting all that power. <laughs> The um, your skeletons are sort of heading towards the amber doorway, and you're seeing that the marble floor is incredibly brittle. There's uh, an open set of amber doors on the northern wall, just near that balcony's edge. Um, but you can see a lot of this balcony has crumbled away and fallen down. You've been sort of underneath that area as well. Down there is where the other spectres were, the ones you did manage to run away from. Mm. Well, shall we? One at a time. Hmm. I wonder if there's anything we could do... Let's not mess with ropes. All right. What if I dance my way across and I prepare a thorn whip? And if you go flying, I'll swoosh down with my whip and grab you. It won't hurt a bit. Okay. That sounds pretty it will good. Hurt a li- it will hurt quite a bit, to be honest. Well, I guess it's in the, the thorn. Is it the thorns that hurt? The thorns will hurt, yeah. Okay. And the sudden acceleration. Um, um, a, check, a check for the... The DM. Mm-hmm. I've got the entangle spell prepared. If I made um, grasping weeds and weeds and vines appear underneath, would they support the crumbling um, stone long enough for us to get across, or would you, that be a stretch? You could uh, do. Yeah, I mean, like if you wanted to, you could stre- try and strengthen this with entangle. Um, what we could say is that the. Uh, the the uh, what are they vines grow from the yeah. stonework the amber walls and and entangle with the the um, the stone balcony the marble balcony strengthening it I'd I'll, I'll give you that ooh a little bit of light construction I love the flavour yeah um, all so, right so if if you want to do that you do that and bits of marble do get dislodged and fall but you have made like an amalgamation of vine and marble uh, for this balcony yes. now. A beautiful scene of autumnal ivy appears as I slam my staff down on the ground and they sprout and spread from that point. Let's go. Cool. Fantastic. Look at that. Be careful. Don't trip. Casimir. Okay, cool. I follow along, but I look longingly back at that jug. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be back. American, from where you are, you can see um, some candlesticks in the corners of this room. As you enter through this threshold, um, you notice Casimir standing in front of a faceless obsidian statue, looking very similar to the statue in the main foyer. Um, American, can you give me a wisdom saving throw? And American, you stop. Baron, you follow in and stand next to her, and I need a wisdom saving throw from you as well. Hmm. I've rolled a 12 plus 9. My magical cape deflects some of the negative energy. Um, And Baron? I got a 20 plus 4. Great. You guys walk through through into this room. You feel some kind of weird thing, but it it goes as quickly as you noticed it. Um, And again, you're seeing Casimir standing at this uh, 
what looks to be a shrine, um, this faceless obsidian statue, slumped before the statue at Casimir's feet are two desiccated corpses in tattered garments. There's no response from Casimir, and he's just looking up, lost in thought at the statue. Mm-hmm.